Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Well, here we are, another day. Yes. And, um, well, crazy stuff still going on. It's amazing. You and I were talking about the food situation. We've talked about it on and off for months. But yesterday, and I think the show before that, we were talking about uh, egg shortages and, and the feeds and stuff like that. Last night, uh, Tucker opened his show with a segment on uh, on the food situation and the mm-hmm. egg problem. And and I have it right here on my little machine, my Wayback machine. See, it's a, a bit of a long segment, but really worth listening to. Last spring in March at a press conference in Brussels, Joe Biden explained that the sanctions he was imposing against Russia, while morally necessary, were also going to cause food shortages around the world, including here in the United States. It's going to be real, he said. Now, Biden said this in a very odd way. There was no hint or panic, emotions you'd expect from a leader predicting the deaths of human beings from starvation. None of that. Instead, there was pure nonchalant casualness. Biden could have been describing the weather or a trip to the dry cleaners. It's going to be real. Then, Biden continued, recounting a conversation he'd had with European allies. He told us all about it. When he met with the group, Biden said, they spoke about, quote, how we could increase and disseminate more rapidly food shortages. That's what Joe Biden said, verbatim. It's on tape. So here you have the president of the United States pledging to increase food shortages at a press conference. Now, that seemed like a newsworthy event, but not a single news organization in this country seemed to notice it happened, nor did the White House correct it. But others were watching, so within days, that clip wound up on social media, and Facebook flagged it immediately as, quote, false news. Now, strictly speaking, that's untrue. There's nothing false about the video. It was entirely real. No one can test that. But apparently, Facebook users were supposed to understand that Joe Biden is senile, and therefore he's not accountable for his own words. Taking Joe Biden literally qualifies as, quote, misinformation. Now, we'll leave that whole episode for you to assess. We can't know what Joe Biden was thinking, if anything, when he uttered those words in Brussels. We can only tell you what happened afterward. Strange disasters began to beset food processors all over the United States. In April, the next month, the headquarters of one of this country's largest organic food distributors was destroyed in a fire, cause unknown. The next month, in a single week actually, two separate private plane crashes took out two separate food processing centers. One plane hit a General Mills plant in Georgia. The other plane hit a food plant in Idaho. By the way, back in February, a boiler explosion obliterated a potato processing plant in Oregon, and so on. So even people who aren't given to connecting the dots, who don't think of themselves as conspiracy nuts, began to wonder, is there something here? But no one could tell. The Biden administration had no answers and no way to get to the answers because they had no data. And that's interesting, because the Biden administration tracks a lot of things, the things that it cares about, the race and ethnicity and sex life, for example, of every person in America. Do we have enough trans-Pacific Islanders playing woodwinds in major symphonies? How about gay Southeast Asians and long-haul trucking? These are the questions that concern the bean counters in the Biden administration. And yet at the same time, that same administration keeps no real records about the infrastructure of our food supply. Apparently that has never occurred to them. So honestly, we can't really know one way or the other because we don't have a baseline whether something strange is going on with food suppliers. But some days you do wonder. On Saturday, an enormous commercial egg farm in central Connecticut burned to the ground for no obvious reason. Huge fire. At least 20 fire departments responded, fought the blaze for over eight hours. 
more than 100,000 chickens died. Now that's a sad story, but what's interesting is that most media companies did not consider it a story at all. Weird, considering egg prices have become an actual problem for most Americans. Egg prices are up more than 100% in many places. And yet at that exact moment, when eggs are a concern, 100,000 chickens die in a freak fire, and the New York Times, which is right next door in a neighboring state, does not even cover the fire? What is that? Don't worry. Things like this have nothing to do with egg prices, say the media. It's just avian flu. Watch. Egg consumption has grown over the years as many people are eating them as their main protein source. But the production has slumped because of the ongoing bird or avian flu epidemic. Over the last year, the USDA says nearly 58 million birds have been infected in the U.S., making it the deadliest outbreak in U.S. history. Unfortunately, the infected birds have to be killed, causing the egg supplies to fall and prices to surge. In some cases, stores are running out and limiting the amount people can buy. We bought eggs earlier this week here at Fry's and Levine. Uh, we paid $8.99 for a dozen eggs. So if you ask the Agriculture Department, for example, or anyone in the Biden administration, to the extent they're paying attention, which is not much, they'll tell you that egg prices are high because avian flu, and that's a completely natural virus, just like COVID. The price have nothing to do with chicken farms burning down. Again, not that anyone in the government tracks that kind of thing. Why would they? because nothing like that could ever happen. Settle down, QAnon! And a lot of people, particularly the national news media, people who could not identify a chicken if it didn't come with dipping sauce, are satisfied with that explanation. But we noticed that some farmers who deal with chickens every day are not convinced. Some of them, some chicken farmers have noticed something odd. Their chickens aren't laying eggs or as many eggs. And these chickens don't appear sick with avian flu. They're not dying, they're still alive. They're just not producing eggs. Now, healthy hens lay eggs on a regular basis every 24 to 26 hours, but suddenly chicken owners all over the country, not all of them, but a lot of them, are reporting they're not getting any eggs or as many. So what's causing that? Clearly something's causing that. Some have concluded their chicken feed may be responsible. Watch. Is the commercial feed the reason so many people's chickens have not been laying at all? This is a question that I am asking myself and I have seen all over TikTok, Facebook, everywhere. I'm talking about chickens, tons of people who are having no eggs for six, seven months. Like this is not normal. I have at least 60 hens that should be laying. I have a flock of roughly a hundred and I was getting two to three eggs in the summer all summer long. I genuinely think it's the feed, especially after seeing so many people have the same problem, switching to a local feed and it fixing itself. Really quick. So why'd we just put that clip on TV? Because that chicken owner speaks for all chicken owners because she's the world's greatest expert on avian questions? Probably not. But because the people who should be keeping track of what's going on are clearly not keeping track of what's going on because they just don't care. And so instead of going to the usual sources at the Ag Department or calling the White House press office, we decided to listen to people who actually have chickens. And that one, for example, the lady you just saw says she checked, switched her chicken feed and it solved her problem. Her chickens began laying eggs once again immediately. Now the specific brand of feed referenced in that video is called Producer's Pride. It's made by Purina. Most chicken feed brands are made by Purina. Purina also makes Producer's Pride, that's the cattle feed, recently subject to a recall after regulators linked the product to a series of unexplained cattle deaths. It was removed from shells because there was a good chance you shouldn't be feeding it to livestock. 
Could that be happening again? Now, we don't know, but we should tell you, because again, no one else seems to be keeping track of this, that it's not just producer's pride that some chicken owners are worried about. Some have concerns about several other chicken feed brands made by Purina. So we reached out to the company today, because again, we're agnostic on this, but we figured we would do a little poking. And they said they've looked into it too, and their feed is not the problem. And that may absolutely be true, we don't know. What we did notice though, was that that explanation was more than enough for most media companies, trained as they are to accept corporate press releases as the final word on any given topic. Well, they said it's not a problem, so it's not a problem. We don't think that's the last word. Again, we can't tell you for certain either way. But we do know, and here's really the point, that America's food supply is one of those topics is worth being a little paranoid about. This is not a matter of how many Trans-Pacific Islander oboists we've got. This is a matter of national survival, of food, the question on which empires rise and fall. And in this specific case, eggs, poultry, and chicken, avian products, are major, major sources of protein in the diets of most Americans. And you need protein to live. If you don't have enough, you get protein deficiency, and that can stunt the growth in children. So a question like this, whatever its cause, could easily flower into an actual public health crisis. And of course, it's also potentially a national security problem. There are so few eggs right now at such high cost that smugglers are trafficking eggs across our border. Watch this. Here at the busy San Ysidro border crossing in California, we're traveling fast about a new good being smuggled into the U.S. U.S. Customs and Border Protection has reported an 108% increase in seized egg products and poultry that people have tried to smuggle through U.S. ports of entry in just the last two months. So are we being a little paranoid about the American food supply? Yes, we are, and we're proud of it. And our leaders should be even more paranoid always about our food supply. Food, energy, water, those are the three things that matter. The rest of it is noise. And of course, as always, they're ignoring what really matters. You know, I think it says we're on the right track, my friend. I think that uh, that long segment, a, a segment that we wouldn't normally air right up front in the show, but it's worth airing because it sets the uh, tone for what we're going to talk about, which yeah. is, uh, it, first of all, Bill, why would why would they mess around, do you think, with our food supply. And when I say that, I know it sounds conspiratorial, but you have to look at the facts. And the facts are that processing plants in the Northwest, in uh, South Carolina, all over the country, I think, I, I think we said it was like 100, have uh, been either crippled or destroyed since Biden has been in office. I thought it was over 100, but now you've got the chicken Farmers out there, and they are all over TikTok. They are all over social media. They're showing the videos of everything. A chicken, on average, a healthy chicken, will lay about an egg a day. All mm -hmm. right? That's on average. They can do two. It's kind of rare, but it, it does happen. Mm -hmm. Now, chickens, if you've ever been around chickens and you see them running around, um, they eat just about anything. Anything. And they're healthy. I mean, I, I got a buddy that's got a garage out in the out in the woods, and he's got a chicken that runs around. She'll come up, and she wants to be loved, and then she flies out of your hands, and then yeah. she goes down and starts pecking at uh, you know a puddle of boil and a spark plug. And I'm like, oh, oh my god, I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat that egg. But then you know, have an, a, a nice oily looking uh, egg out of that. Yeah. Uh, so, but but the point is, you know, it's really got to be something that's gone afoul. 
excuse mm-hmm. the expression, with the feed. I'm not going to sit there and blame a tractor supplier or something like that. They, they, they get the product in. They don't make the product. But what's going on is every farmer that's using the regular, you know, mm-hmm. feed that they use running into this problem. The chickens quit laying eggs. I learned something interesting, Bill, about the feed. I didn't mean to interrupt, but mm-hmm. at that point, um, they said that most of the feeds are made by Purina. So when they talk about tractor supply, tractor supply doesn't have a, uh, a feed processing plant somewhere. They probably buy their stuff from Purina and just put their own uh, label on it. Yeah, you know, a lot of products that you use are done that way. In other words... Uh, Jim Harrington can, uh, you know, get the new Jim Harrington hair conditioner. Right. And you don't have which a plant wouldn't that work. does that. You don't which, have a... The, which wouldn't work on me, by the way. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but either way, you know, you could have that and just get uh-huh. a fancy uh, logo and label. And sure. you send that off and they drop ship. Basically, oh. they take what they make. Perfect example. Uh, I bought mouthwash at CVS. Mm-hmm. Their, their brand mouthwash. And then I used it and needed to buy some more. I went into Rite Aid, and it, I swear it was the exact same bottle, just with their label stuck on it. So what could be in this situation, it could be one company that's making a run for CVS and then a run for Rite Aid and just sticking their labels on. And Well, you know what? Sometimes you got to reverse engineer the question. Why is this going on? Is it a coincidence, just something strange going on? The food chain, the chickens, and chickens are very valuable to us. Now the prices are going up, and guys are smuggling eggs across the border in their pants, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Uh, <laughs> you can tell, me, sir, you can tell who pants? those guys are, though, Bill, because they have to be very, very careful how they walk. They don't want to break any eggs. Yeah, <laughs> the, they really don't. But here you've got the food chain that's getting interrupted, and these warehouses that are just, poof, going up in smoke oh, for yeah. no particular reason. The shelves are being emptied. You look at that, uh, you look at the fact that we have this energy crisis Mm -hmm. and that's about to blow up in Biden's face, you know, because he's the one that stopped our our oil independence uh, and our energy independence, really. And then, oh, wait, we have a midterm coming up. Well, then he manipulated the strategic supply, lied about buying it back, and it turns out even the lie he told last week, we began buying it back. Nobody took their bid. So nothing's being bought back, and let it's me going ask you away. a question. This goes to a question I asked you a couple of days ago. Can you think of one thing that he's done good for our country? Not a damn thing. Now I am leading up to something that I ran across yesterday in a story, because you've got the food supply, you've got the energy thing. Right now, you you add the World Health Organization and people that want the uh, the Green New World. Mm-hmm. You know, we're destroying the planet, man. You know. And uh, we're overpopulated. You know, we, we we reached the max in 1979 that the world can't supply the food. Apparently it has since 1979, but probably can't very much longer because of what's going on. Italy, Italy, if you look it up, it is a country that may in our lifetime go extinct because the population there is not only the sum of grown old, but they're growing weak and sick and dying. They're not re- re- Well, look what happened during the COVID uh, situation. One of the one of the countries that was hit the hardest 
was Italy. Yeah. Italy was crippled right off the bat with uh, with the COVID virus, the pandemic. Yeah, and and obviously that that brings down the whole nation. Okay, so this goes to the question, Bill: Why? Why are they doing this to us? Why are all these processing plants? And by the way, why the heck isn't the media making an issue out of this? Why aren't they talking about this on their nightly news programs? Why is it just something that you have to go searching for? I mean, that that uh, farm, that egg farm in Connecticut, 100,000 chickens, and if you saw the video of it, it looked like a shopping mall was burning. It was huge. And you think, why isn't this on the nightly news? Well, we don't have real journalists anymore. It's not investigative reporters reporting the news. They're just taking what's given to them. They're stupid. We have a stupid media. They don't, and they're pushing this lie that's out there. It's what Tucker said. It's like they go to Purina and they ask for uh, Purina for a statement. Purina says, We've, we've seen this too, and it's not our feed. And they just accept it. The media just accepts that as being the fact. Well, Purina said it's not their feed. They checked. Instead of going out and doing your own investigating, which Tucker and his crew uh, seem to be doing, they don't have all the answers yet, but they're asking the questions the rest of the media isn't asking. Well, here's, a, here's an experiment you can do. You could take the story right now. You could just write a thing on Facebook. You know, Facebook's letting you post what you want. And you just say, boy, you know, it's the chicken feed that's killing uh, or stopping the chickens from laying eggs, and now the poultry plants are going poof. You will see within the day oh, I know. a little thing there. <laughs> you know, this has been fact-checked by yes. PolitiFact. Yes. And it's false, you know, that it really gets down to you know, that the, there's a epidemic among the chickens, Avian and that's what it is. Yeah, yep. Now, when you go and say, well, who the hell is PolitiFact? Who owns it? Well, the history of PolitiFact, it was a left-leaning and still in existence newspaper out of Tampa, all right? Right. Now, when you look at the Tampa Times and, and that they own PolitiFact, and they did that to make them sound authoritative, well, I think people were on to them that, oh, wait a minute, you know, they seem to back everything you do. So they sold the company, and I forget, it's like Polly something or other. Sure. Uh, but it's... Uh, it's uh, Wait a second, the newspaper th- sold PolitiFacts. Okay. Right. They sold it to a a nonprofit organization. Sure. Okay. That All makes right. sense. That, 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 yeah, that, that is non-biased mm-hmm. and is there Objective. to get the real yes. truth out. Sure. Now, what's interesting about that, this non-biased political organization that now owns PolitiFact right. also owns the newspaper <laughs> that sold it to them. So they just shuffled the ownership, oh, everything. Man. And it is the newspaper that sells the ads for the non-profit. Oh, wait a minute. So they were, you know, they're the fact checkers. A lie. They're the fact checkers along with Snopes. Snopes is another big fact checker. And everybody says, well, Snopes says this and Snopes said that. And I learned that Snopes, again, is another liberal organization. But And it's literally, at least this is what I heard, it's like four people. 
Snopes. Yeah. And they're sitting around an office somewhere, and, and someone will ask a question, and then someone will put down their cigarette or whatever, their joint, and they'll go oh. over, you know, and they'll find the facts, the truth. You know, Snopes says, and it's uh, a lot of hooey. It's some guy with a Twinkie in one hand, <laughs> you know, a big stupid sandwich hey, in man. the other hand. Uh, uh, not a Diet Coke. No, it's no. a double cola. You oh, know, okay, they're, yes. they're sitting on it's, the desk. It's the leaded, yeah. Yeah, and he's got chips and everything else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and types out his garble that's there that's that's not true, but yeah. that's what he's paid to do and to counter that. And then you got all these lefties out there. Remember when you used to sit there and, you know, say something, well, Trump did this and Trump did that. All of a sudden, you'd be flagged or banned. All the time. Know? Or, or or a lefty would go, did you fact check it? Where do you get your facts from? I get mine from PolitiFact. You know, the question got it all right. The question, I, I just cannot understand how, and I have some friends who are, uh, are liberal and have been liberal all their life, but and they're smart people on a lot of things. They go through life and they're like 95% smart. I mean, they, they have good answers about a lot of things. But when it comes to politics, it's like there's a void. And you wonder, why is it that they can't use the same intelligence they use for getting their doctorate in science or, or, or math, you know, and use it in politics? Look at what's going on in the world. Just don't, don't uh, touchy—liberals tend to be touchy-feely, meaning they don't look at the facts. They just feel. They emote. Feelings. Yes. They want everything to be nice and don't fight and— Orange man, bad. Orange man, very bad. Why is he bad? He's done good things for our country. Well, he's he's he says things that hurt my feelings. It's like, come on, folks. You know, this guy is... Look at what's happening now. You have Biden with a million-dollar smile. Even in his state of dementia, when he smiles, it's a magnificent smile, and everybody has a tendency who sees him smile to smile along with him, right? Oh, he, Joe's smiling. Everything must be good. But he's destroying our country. I mean, he couldn't go through this country and be, do more damage if he was a uh, if he was Attila the Hun. You know, this guy is just messing everything up. He's destroying our fuel. He's destroying our borders and security. He's allowing drugs into the country. He's causing pedophilia and child sex rings to flourish in this country. All these things are directly related to how his administration is performing right now, period. Whereas the other guy who you don't like, you know, the orange man, bad guy with the, uh, the nice tan and stuff like that, who uh, every so often would say things that would irritate you, would sound maybe a little egotistical. You know, they say it's not an, not an ego if, it, if he can do it. It's not bragging if, if the guy can do it. And the fact mm -hmm. of the matter is that Trump, if he said he was going to make the, the country better again, and he made it better again, and then he bragged about it, well, he, he had a right to brag because he did it. Now, the interesting thing is Joe undid a lot of things just so he could bring back even a portion of it so he could lay claim to it. Well, I did that. I did that. No, Joe, you destroyed it. And it's not back to where it was, and it's never going to get back to where it where it was. But you know, Tucker pointed out, you know, the the three things out there, the three tiers, which we right. touched on. Mm -hmm. But the one that hasn't really come to fruition yet, but I think the groundwork was laid with Kamala last week. He said, you know, 
the the three basic things you have energy well, right what's happened to our energy gone the toilet okay our food it's you can see it the, going down the toilet yep and water that right. that bill is that's the scariest maybe of them all Gamala <laughs> Gamala has been put in charge of and had a meeting last week oh my god about replacing all the lead pipes in America now you know what is going to happen with this well lead in the water that can lead to all kinds of uh, mental disorders and the yep. breakdown of the human body. Right. Uh, and you see kids that, because we used to use lead and paint. Uh, and, sure. Uh, they, they, kids would eat the chips in, in yeah, the Yeah, I, I know a kid a like that. He's a good kid. But there are certain things that he can't process in his mind. Right. And I'm like going, no, I, it's a I sad never, situation. I never tasted it, but apparently the attraction was the lead chips tasted good. That sounds kind of crazy, but that's one of the reasons why kids would would, if you saw a piece of flaking paint on the wall, you'd they put it in their mouth when they were small because it tasted kind of like candy. Uh, well, speaking of candy, now he, I wasn't going to bring this up, yeah. but what was the what was the Skittles taste the rainbow? Yeah, Skittles. What does it have in it? Don't tell it me. It has lead. metal. Well. I don't know if it's a lead, but it's a metal. It's a. It's to, a was it, it's to give it the shine, isn't it? To actually give the it piece to give the, it the shine. Yeah, and that is now they found that it causes all kinds of health issues, and I'm sitting there going, but I, I bring up the water because the lead pipes. They're going to all of a sudden come up with these maladies to say that they got to do the pipes, the pipes, the pipes. But what are they going to do to our water? Well, if she's done what she did for the border, because she's the border czar, then we're in for a, a big, big problem. But I, I took that as a telegraphed message last week that we're coming to screw with your water. It wouldn't be hard to do. For example, if you uh, live in New York City and uh, you rely, you got to love their water system comes down, I think it's like 30 miles north. Of mm -hmm. the city, and it comes down uh, from a reservoir up there, and it comes. Uh, they just—I think they just completed brand new piping systems that bring the water down into the city. But like most reservoirs, they can be messed with. And you know, do you see? I—I—I've I, gone by reservoirs. I don't see any guards. Do you see any patrols mm -hmm. driving around making sure that? People aren't messing with the... Uh, I don't see it. You know, there's an inherent problem that we have with the water system anyway. The pipes, doesn't matter what you do with pipes. The simple fact is that mold and bacteria is going to build up. Right. It's going to happen. So chances are what comes out of your tap, I don't care if your house is a year old, what comes out of the tap, your pipes have got some yuck in it. Well, that's why and they put the chlorine. system that feeds it. That's why they put chlorine in the water. Yeah, and chlorine is such a help. Well, ooh, 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 <laughs> here he is. You know, chlorine. He's, you know, you but know, wait, the, there's more. Trump one time said, you know, well, you know, the can you inject with chlorine? And everybody, oh, no, he's an idiot. Well, we put it in our water, right? You know, if if anybody's ever done an IV mm -hmm. and they flush the IV with chlorine, some yeah, some of the flush. Well, the flushes have 
a small percent of chlorine in it. If you've ever had a wound that had to be cleaned, that they go, huh, if you're not careful, you know, this could be an ulcer that goes down to the bone or it's going to be septic. Mm-hmm. What they give you is water. They give you uh, chlorine diluted in water. It's, I forget what it's called, uh, but they give you that. And you've got chlorine in your system. But and they tell you are you're immune to uh, COVID at and, the time that you're, you know, flushing out the wound. And all my life, uh, when I went to a public swimming pool, you swam in water that was filled with chlorine. Yeah. No, I'm not saying chlorine's good, a good thing or anything. Well, like I'll that. tell you what it was for. It was because they didn't want germs from, you know, you're in a, a public swimming pool with a, 150 people. And uh, some little kids are, uh, you know, uh, they're not going. No, they don't. Not yeah, they pool. do. They do indeed. And so they, the chlorine takes care of that. The cl- yeah. so, but they now they tell you, well, chlorine isn't so good for you. Well, wait a second. Uh, I've lived uh, many years, and um, I didn't grow any third arms by going to a public pool, you know, and, and doing my swimming. The water system has always been fragile, and. So it wouldn't take much to so let's see. M- manipulate it, contaminate it, and they're making it. it so it's going to be hard to get fuel because it's going to be very expensive. Mm-hmm. They're they're going to make it so that um, there's a food supply shortage, and right. then now they're talking about uh, the water system being <laughs> regulated by somebody like Carmela Harris, who c- couldn't find her gluteus maximus w- with both hands. Okay. By the way, the scary thing about removing Biden, this whenever I get dreams of Biden leaving office uh, early, I, I have to remind myself who's going to step in and take his place, and it gives me cold ch- chills because she just doesn't have it. The lady doesn't have it. Can you imagine at press conferences hearing that cackle? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That that's well, that by itself is. Uh, well, to- the big the big rumor was is that uh, Biden put her there not for any other reason but to have as an insurance policy. With her there, they would never want to get rid of him. If he resigned, I could see them maybe you know Congress trying to impeach her. Yeah, but she would be president for a small amount of time. Oh, and that that's just enough to do damage. Yeah, I mean, you give her one day in charge. I know. Number one. Let's just, let's take it from the point of view, she would become the, well, she's already been, or when he was going undergoing a procedure, she made history by being the first woman president. But if she really was the first, first woman president, you know, ladies, now I, I, I have no problem with a woman being president. Not at all. I, you know, it's probably, the, it's time that sooner or later... It happens, you know, that that we will have a woman leader. I can name. Down in I can name right the best ever. I can name right now some women who'd be fantastic presidents yeah. who would and be it's not Hillary. Not Hillary. No, 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 no. Please, dear God, I'm blessing myself when you say that. Please, not Hillary. Um, but I can. I think people like. Uh, I think Carrie Lake would be a good president someday. I like her attitude and her feistiness and her the way she approaches a problem. And by the way, they're giving her a hard time. Did you hear about this, Katie? Hobbs? Oh, yeah. I was, Katie uh, Hobbs and her. I'm going, boy, they are they are Trump trumping her. Well, you know? Katie Hobbs and her administration are literally trying to put Carrie Lake in jail because mm-hmm. Carrie Lake is questioning the uh, midterm elections, and she's trying to uh, 
literally put Kerry Lake in jail. And, I, and you know what? I'll be honest with you. Um, because that Democratic system has taken a hold of that state, there is a damn good chance they'll pull it off. Well, because right now they're trying to make her. Uh, I believe look like she's, she's crazy. I believe she's going to be uh, going in front of the Arizona Supreme Court with her case uh, any day now. I think the beginning of February. And uh, if that happens and there's a good result, I, I think you'll see a change of administrations. But I don't hold my breath on no. that because it's look, like it's like had I thought steel in place for a long time. Did you and think they've gotten away with it? Based upon what we knew with Biden, uh, mm -hmm. I truly believe that they they messed with that election. Were you one of the people who initially thought that this won't stand? It's too obvious that the election was stolen and that it's going to be rectified soon. I mean, I got to tell you, initially on, when the election was, oh, Biden won, I thought, that's preposterous. That just can't happen. Anybody who's paying attention can see this was manipulated. It won't stand. Well, here we are, like two years into, this, into the Biden administration, and even Trump, when he talks now, he's talking about winning the 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 presidency back in 2024. By the way, I don't I don't know whether we're going to be in existence in 2024. The way uh, Biden is uh, is directing our ship of state. If you look at what he's done in the Ukraine in one year, we've gone from we'll give you a little money to give some money to give you money to give you some equipment, but we won't give you our tanks and airplanes. Now we're giving him our tanks, and we're talking about giving you our airplanes. And even uh, late uh, Lieutenant General Mike Flynn said, where does it go from there? The Airborne Division going in uh, and mm -hmm. uh, uh, Marines going in? Is that Ships. where we're going? Ships? Absolutely. You talked about submarines. And you can't poo-poo it because he did all of this in one year. A year from now, God forbid... The way things are going, we could be in the middle of a big, bad war with Russia. And, you know, they're making some assumptions about Russia that just don't make sense. They're making well, assumptions that Russia won't won't fire the nuclear missiles at us. No, they're not crazy. I mean, they we may go to war. We may push them into a corner. We may do all these things to Russia, but Russia's not dumb. They're not going to fire a nuclear weapon. You know... At the very end, when when someone's going down in a fight, you're, they they'll throw everything at you. The kitchen sink, and I think the nuclear weapons are the kitchen sink, and I think they would do it. To be honest with you, I, think I don't think we're getting the uh, the total truth on on what's going on in the Ukraine, Russian, German, European war, uh, the one that we're helping uh, su uh, supply things to. Uh, as well, and you know the UK is in there too. Why the West is is doing this uh, really eludes me. It, it's a bigger, it's bigger than them. Well, we gotta we gotta save democracy. Yeah, uh, that is not a uh, democratic democracy uh, that, that's there. Anything in, but. Anyway. He's, it's a dictatorship. The yeah, it is, and you know everything that Zelensky has asked for, he's gotten. Yeah, and. I don't know that we didn't have a hand helping to put that guy in power. Have you ever seen him be 100% happy with what he got? Every time he gets something, money, 
equipment. He's not enough. He says, thank you, but we could use this. When he got the tanks, he got he's getting our finest tanks, the M1 Abrams. And he's not finished with a sentence, and he's talking about we need airplanes. We need airplanes. By the way. Yeah, and what does that do for our forgotten soldiers, for our homeless, the forgotten people in our society? And you know what? The forgotten people in our society, there are white people. There are black people. Absolutely. There are American Indians. Sure. There's Asian people. I mean, they come in all, yes. you, know, you know, all genders yep. and colors. And we just, we don't give a damn about them. Hey, we got to help the Ukraines here. Oh, you need tanks? Yeah, here they come. You want, you want some planes? Yeah. Yeah, you can't, feed, you can't feed your family all the food you want to give them because uh, the supplies are, are running short. But we're sending those tanks to... Uh, to the Ukraine, we we know what our priorities are, folks. I don't know whether um, we're going to be in existence for the 2024 election. You know, there, Russia, if you keep backing them against the wall, we are misreading Russia because the intel and our power, our power brokers, and I think they actually know what Russia will do, but they keep going, well, you know, Russia is not going to do that. They're going to threaten nuclear weapons to get their way, you know, and get us to come to the table. But they'll never use them. Do you Bull think? Pucky. Do you think they'll wait until the very end to use the weapons? I don't. I think that that hmm. at some point, while they're still strong enough to to capitalize on the move, I think that's when they will use them. So they're making a mistake if they're thinking that they're going to be forced into the corner and then use the. Uh, the weapons. I think that it could happen sooner rather than later. And I think initi know, initially it'll be one of those limited yield nukes. It'll probably, God forbid, but it will probably be in the Ukraine. And one of the cities will be taken out. And everybody's going to go, oh, my God. And and Joe Biden's going to think, oh, well, do we send missiles? No. he he's not going to. We're not going to commit to a, a nuclear war because Russia takes out a city with a limited yield nuke. All right. Well, let's carry that a step further. Uh, and there have been movies on this before, too. Let's just say, because one of the things that Russia has mm -hmm. is the capability of hitting within five minutes. They fire that missile. By oh, the sure. time we detect it, it will be here. Yeah. So, yeah, we could, we could retaliate, but, you know, would we? In other words, let's just say that Russia goes, you know what, we got to spank these guys. Let's take out New York. Okay, but here's the thing. That's called a hypersonic missile, and they have developed it in Russia. And what Bill's talking about is it is so fast, and I guess it goes over the poles as opposed to going across, like Alaska. Uh, it is a, it is incredibly fast. I think that you said it five minutes and it's here. By the time we, by the time we discover it's in the air, it's too late. But do you think that we would have allowed us to be in this situation? If we didn't have an answer to that problem, I, I've heard and I've read some stuff where we have developed uh, a laser defense where we can take out just about any missile now with a uh, with a laser as opposed to a, a missile. And if that's the case, then, mention that. if that's the case, then there's a possibility. The reason why we're being all uh, blustery about stuff is 
We're not afraid of the missiles because we can take them out. We're not well, tr- and, and there could be something to that. Do you know that there's a satellite system in mm-hmm. place, and it's the satellite system that they use yep. to detect if we have a meteor coming so that we could react to it. Now, ironically, the nation that owns that satellite system is Russia. Ironically, about a week or two ago, that satellite system became inoperative. So there is no global defense to see incoming satellite or uh, uh, meteorites or anything else. Boy, I wonder how that happened. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Well, it's funny because it it turns out the system was damaged by a micro uh, meteorite. So, of in course. other words, a pebble flying through space yes, took, took out a- this satellite. Well thrown. You damn right. You know the odds are one in twenty six trillion. Yes, but he got it. Yeah. <laughs> well, the question is, do they do that to blind the Russians so they can't fire their weapons and be well, accurate? You know, the the targeting on the Russian missiles. You know, I think that's pretty well self contained. Yeah, they use GPS stuff, but I'm sure that with what's out there. There, there's so many different things to pilot that thing that are up in space. The article I was reading about the laser weapon, they already have them on many of our ships. Right. People say, well, why would they put a laser weapon on our ship? Because if they fire a cruise missile at one of our ships, we can take the thing out from like three miles away with these weapons. It's amazing oh, how... they can go longer than that. Yeah, it's amazing how strong these weapons are. Uh, they are like the old, you know, Flash Gordon, the, the ray gun. Well, that's basically what this is. N- n- you know, it is a weapon that doesn't fire anything other than, I guess, light. The speed of light is yeah. fast. And, you know, a laser doesn't need that much power to go a long, long, long way. Uh, it's amazing where technology has come. I mean, I was reading a story about uh, a radio transmission. Right. That was done with no power. You get from A to B, it used no energy. Well, another thing we have to consider, whether you believe it or not, is there is supposedly a weapon that they call the Rods of God. Mm-hmm. The Rods of God is, is a satellite-based weapon system that we've developed in the U.S. that can see, like a missile being launched from Russia, and take it out before it, before it gets out of the, the silo. It's, it's that quick. Uh, it also can be used as an offensive weapon. They can literally yeah. they can destroy buildings uh, by aiming and firing. And it, it, too, is not firing your stereotypical missile. It's firing, essentially, uh, an energy pulse. Well, it, it's foolish for us to think that if we do have a way to to disarm, you know, Russia's defense, right? You know, and their weapons. That Russians are stupid by nature. Uh, they just don't have the the know-how and the technology to you, come up with something more. Advanced. Do you really? Do you really believe that? Do well, you, maybe we do. You know, the that's fact a that we got lasers. Whoopee! You know, Kaya. Who cares? We got them. All right. Right. But the supersonic missile. Yeah, somebody goes, okay, yeah, we'll see those things coming up when they go up and they come over. Oh, we'll see. That's easier to spot. 
So instead of doing that, because these damn things are so fast, right? no, you go down under. Now, there's a reason for that. You go under. Antarctica, okay. Yeah, you go that way, because all of a sudden, all we're right. blinded. So, why is it that we do so much exploration, do you think, in Antarctica? Is it because we're looking for the Antarctic sea squirrel or something? I mean, we're down there for military purposes. And mm -hmm. we have got very, very secretive bases. You know, this is a matter of fact. Antarctica has been an important location for many, many militaries throughout the decades. For example, there's a strong story that the, the Nazis had a base during World War II and in the 30s in Antarctica. Uh, now, God knows what they were doing down there, but uh, it was important to them to have a base in Ant Antarctica. We have been in that area consistently since the war. I mean, when I say the war, I'm talking about World War II. We well, have you got to wonder where technology has come from and everything like that. That's a whole different you know, well, conjectures, well, if you conspiracy were gonna theories, whatever. Well, wait a second. If you were going to have a missile defense system, and, and if you have missiles coming up from the south, wouldn't you put them in Antarctica? Take them out before they even get to North America? Sure. I, I would. And I, and I do think that's the kind of thing we have going. We have so many, so many secrets in this country, Bill. We have been shown a tip a little tiny piece of what's happening with our country. You know, Area 51, everyone knows about Area 51. Oh, they do all of our secret stuff there. That's not the only secret location. That's the one they publicize so that people can focus on Area 51. Yeah, they've done, I think you, we talked about it, Skunk Works uh, were yeah, down skunk there. Skunk Works, yeah, the military division. Why do you think a wrench cost, uh, you know, $17,000, you know, well, you know, well, we appropriated uh, some new, uh, a new toolbox for the army. And that toolbox is, uh, well, it happens to be $900 billion. <laughs> Coffee maker, $60,000. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's a Toastmaster, so it's a good one. <laughs> oh, you got to love it. We look in one area and we think that's where all of our secrets come from. But we have other locations around our country and around the world that we don't know about. That's how this, this government works. You know, we talk about this thing called the deep state. And most people who are paying attention will agree there is such a thing as the deep state. But for years, nobody talked about the deep state. We didn't believe it. Everybody does. Yeah, but I think the deep state is making a mistake because, you know, we're pushing AI. Right. And one of the big people that's pushing AI is, is Bill Gates. Sure. When you have human singularity within not even seven years from now, and what that means is the machine will be equal if not surpassing us. At some point in time, it surpasses us. There was a story yesterday. You know, if you remember the old uh, Terminator, I, you know, the I'll Terminator movies. Yes. I'll be back. Yeah. Um, and he was... Uh, he was a titanium skeleton right. with this flesh on him. Yep. Well, guess what we've made now? Titanium robots with flesh on Artific them. Artificial flesh. <laughs> yes, it, of course. It does that. So we've got that. You put the AI in that thing, you know, we've got the, uh, the Terminator movie in real life because when the AI, which ha has consciousness, 
sits there and goes, you know, I don't need these these uh, carbon-based uh, people anymore. Of course. It's going to sit there and go, and it'll take out the oligarchs, too. You know what's interesting? We see these robotics, you know, like Japan. You, there's one that you famously see on television, uh, and it looks like a woman, but it, you know it's a robot because the skin isn't just right, and the back of her head is still see-through. It's plastic, so you can see the brain. Uh, and this is their AI robot, but that's mm -hmm. the one you see on television. Hollywood can do amazing things with masks and and uh, skin, you know, artificial skin and stuff like that. If they wanted to make a robot look like a real person, they could do it. They're just, they're just not doing it. These robotic companies aren't doing it right now because they're interested in making the thing Walk, you know, walk and talk and, and maneuver. And, and the last thing they're thinking about is the the skin that they use on the outside. But there mm -hmm. are people in this country who could make uh, anything look real. Trust me. You know, all through life, we have strived to live longer and strive for mortality and to be godlike. And you look at even Elon Musk, and I respect the guy, and he's a brilliant guy, and he's doing a lot of good things. But even he is looking forward to AI to take the essence of all his thought and consciousness and put it into an AI brain so that he can go forward and live on. You know, you don't think the oligarchs, uh, the, these, the, the elite, the deep state, doesn't want to do that too? You know what amazes you know? me, Bill? What really, really amazes me is man is working so hard to create life, you know, robotic life. And on the other hand, we're, we have a, a faction in our society that wants to destroy life, that wants to remove life. I'm not just talking about abortion, but there's a segment of our society that wouldn't be against even things like euthanasia. Of older people, you know. I well, mean, they're already talking about that. You yeah. know, they're using the food chain. Some and countries do else it. To sit there and say, you know, uh, you know. Oh, congratulations! We'd give you a gold watch for your happy retirement, but you need to report to the chamber right now. Yeah, it was nice knowing you. You'll be a wafer bar in the morning for you know, some forty-six-year-old. People think, oh, I, abortion is you know my my right to choose, but. It may also be a situation when you're 75 or 80 years old and maybe you're not moving quite as fast as you did uh, when you were 45 and you're not being as productive as you were and you're just kind of draining society. You know, you're taking from society, not contributing. Maybe we should, uh, we should move you on to the next level. <laughs> They'll have some nice way of putting it. They won't say euthanize you they'll say transition you they'll do something that will make it seem a gentle easy maneuver the fact of the matter is they will be killing you and, and it's going to happen if it doesn't happen in my lifetime i i worry that it's going to happen in my children definitely my grandchildren's lifetime the the people there's a faction out there now that believe this is a a smart thing to do with our society. If you listen to the guys at the uh, World Economic Forum last week, 
They want to they want to thin the herd. They want to mm-hmm. get rid of the uh, the waste, uh, the people who drag society down, who don't think like they think, the people who don't contribute to society. Um, but they're going to have to find a way to package and sell that because, you know, we have been brought up God-fearing people. For the most part, we're God-fearing people. We And we believe in the afterlife, the right. hereafter. And for them to say, no, your life is done, take it away. You're not going to accept that. You don't want that. You know, And, and obviously, they don't either. They want to sit there and put their brain into an AI so that they can go on forever. So they're going to have to come back and reinvent religion. And I hate the word religion because religion and faith and Christianity, uh, you can't take just because you're religious. I'm a spiritual person. uh, Doesn't mean you believe in spirit. Exactly. Uh, That happens all. When I hear someone say, "Yeah, I'm I'm very spiritual, man. I I believe in nature." Nothing drives me nuts more when I hear somebody say, "Oh, Mother Nature is angry." Mother Nature is angry. How about maybe God's a little ticked, you know? No, no, no. We don't believe in God, but we believe in Mother Nature. Yeah, yeah. But, so, but they're going to have to reinvent religion, and I'm using that very loosely to say, you know, congratulations, you've earned it. You get to go to the hereafter, Yeah. and all they're going to do is kill you and dispose of you like garbage or maybe harvest hey, any listen. parts in you. I didn't mention this. This is a story that came out last week, but Kathy Hochul up in New York, she has approved uh, allowing human bodies to be used as like compost, so that, like fertilizer. So uh, you become food in, in essence. Essentially, yeah. They can take a body in New York State and they can put it out, I guess, and let it deteriorate to a certain point and let it... Uh, deteriorate into the soil naturally, and then I guess you can use it as a fertilizer down the road. That was like something out of a bad movie from the uh, the 70s, you know? Well, you know, it's almost like soil and green, uh, because there's, there's talk of that, too, that, you know, when old people die, you know, don't bury the person. Don't cremate them. Yeah. Turn them into food. We need the food. Do you think, uh, by the way, there's going to be a food shortage and they're going to come out with some miracle food? That's going yeah, to and I wouldn't take need it place. until I knew exactly what was in it because, yeah. <laughs> wait a minute, is, is that wafer bar, that diet bar look like Bob? It's Bob! <laughs> Another show is almost done, but we've talked about some interesting things. The most important thing going on right now in our world, in my estimation, is the situation in the Ukraine, and it continues to be that way. We're going to be distracted Every day you're going to be pulled in a different direction to look over here, look over here. Don't look over here. Don't look toward the Ukraine, but look over here. This is happening. Uh, The classified documents, they found some more in uh, so-and-so's backyard barn or something. I mean, that's the kind of thing we're going to be distracted by. The fact of the matter is, again, we talked about this yesterday, the doomsday clock has never been closer to uh, doomsday than it is right now. And that includes uh, uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis back in 1962. Mm -hmm. It wasn't as close as it is now. If you're wondering what that doomsday clock is, go on online and do a search. It's been around since 1947. And it's it's scary. We are in a, a desperate situation. 
and we've got to take what's happening seriously, and we can't look look away from it. We've got to realize that we have to we have to try and stop this as a people. We don't want a war. Get the heck out of the Ukraine. You know, President Trump says, "Look, I could fix this problem in one day. I could I could make Zelensky and Putin sit him in one room. We'd have a deal in a day. This war would be over." You don't yesterday, see any. You and I, we solved it in less than two minutes. End of our show yesterday. Exactly right. You know, you say the most important thing is uh, the Ukraine war because it could take us into World War. Yeah. You know, I tend to say that uh, they are putting a lot of things as uh, as equals. Is uh, the threat of nuclear war is a big threat. It's not going to go away. But uh, I'm saying these this document thing and Joe Biden. And uh, the food chain, and that's tied to it now. The um, the energy crisis is all there. They're trying to find a way to manipulate the the documents to benefit Joe, who is by what they've said now is the greatest president ever in our lifetime. Do you know why I think the Ukraine such an important and such a well, I know pri- why priority situation? It's because of how quickly it's moving. I mean, in one year, we've gone from not being involved to be to a point where we're giving them tanks, and the Russians have threatened the use of nuclear weapons. In in one year, it'll be a year actually in February. Yeah, the anniversary is coming up. But the one thing that you got to realize, uh, Trump could go in and stop this thing right now. But with what Joe has given the Ukraine. Uh, it's a time bomb. It, you know, we could stop things right now, but they're mm-hmm. going to have all this hardware. They're going to have everything. And well, you got some arrogant SOB that yeah. is running that country, an egotistical. They're not going to get the tanks for, they think, a year. It's, it'll take that long to get the tanks over there. See, now I've heard that that's a little bit different because they're saying we are getting things there. Uh, they've already just, got some. What I've read is it's going to take a, at least a year before they get the M1 Abrams. They've got other stuff from us. They've yeah, got, they've they've got, got missiles, got, uh, and they'll probably get the jets because they can load those bad boys up right now, and that might be the thing as well. we got to get we got to build these. We'll do this other stuff and see we got to you know, build these, which if, means somebody's getting money out of this war. Hey, if Russia is buying or negotiating buying the stuff that we left in Afghanistan with the Taliban, would it surprise you if I told you maybe that Biden might be negotiating to get that stuff? I mean, he left it behind like an idiot, and would it surprise you if he has some uh, people trying to recover some of it so he can use it? Well, yeah, and I tend to say that if he's going to recover some of it, right. uh, He's got a Biden family deal to make money off the sell. <laughs> uh, no, uh, you, I you believe think I'm you. kidding. That's no, not a joke. I, I, I don't think you're kidding. That. No, I don't think you're kidding. Uh, you know, and you know, you sit there and you talk about Russia with the nukes. I know that this is uh, the scenario has been floated before, uh, and they go, oh, "Hey, if you've got dough, work. you've got Joe." <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you got Joe right in your pocket, but. Let's take a nuke, because somebody once said, you put one on a fault line, mm-hmm. what could it do? When one of those explode, one of those volcanoes, just one explodes. It's like it messes the, the environment up for God knows how long. It does more damage with an eruption than any of us could do with all of our cities. Volcanoes are bad. And, yeah. 
you know, all you need to do is is one fifty. You remember well, what I it did what? in Iceland when the one in Iceland blew a few years ago, and mm-hmm. it, all of Europe had a problem because the plume of of uh, of soot, ash. ash went down over England and France, and it messed up air travel in those countries. Uh, because I guess the ash gets into the jet engines and it causes all kinds of problems. Um, Oh yeah. Well, you know, and the ash left behind from a volcano, it's very fine. You can sweep it up, but what will happen is if the rain hits it, then it gets very heavy. It becomes cement. Yeah. And people that breathe that and then your mucus, you suffocate because you know, you basically cemented your lungs just breathing it. We've run out of time again. We always do. Listen, it's always fun. Uh, we'll do it again tomorrow. Anything yes, on we will. anything on the agenda for you? Uh, the agenda for me is um, oh, I got to go to the store today. Oh well, that, that's an exciting thing to do. Yeah, I so, know one thing I probably won't buy what? eggs. I probably won't. Nine dollars a dozen. Hey, listen, if you need to get a hold of us, our phone number is eight three three five three eight seven eight six eight eight three three. Five three eight seven eight six eight. Mail at itsanotherday.com or mail at crnamerica.com. You could also let me know where if, if you got a chicken for sale because I, I do like my eggs. Maybe two or three chickens. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon. You know, can you believe that story about the border? They're smuggling eggs across the, the border. What's that in your pants, sir? <laughs> we, we have to pat you down. We have to pat you down. Oh, boy. Hey, have a great day, my friend. We'll see you. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com, it has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? <laughs>